listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm John. This is Tiny. This is actually Tiny. That's Tiny. <laughs> and I, I feel like I'm making the entrances as awkward as possible to the show. That's good. That's a good yeah, thing. I guess so. Anyways, how's it been going? It's been going fine. Yeah. Just uh, fine. <laughs> no big son, news. Son has a huge he got bit by a brown recluse. Okay. I think. Yeah. That's what the doctor thinks because they sent it off for like a test and it didn't come back as staff or anything, any other kind of infection right. or anything. So we think it was a spider bite. Maybe radioactive. I'm crossing my fingers he gets spider powers. That's right. That would be cool. <laughs> be a handful around the house, though. You know, it's like swinging off the walls and mm-hmm. everything. It'd be tough. Uh, I asked my son what he would do if he had spider powers, and he said he would kick everyone's butts. Okay. And I said, well, that's selfish. I would save everyone's butts. <laughs> and then my youngest said he would sniff everyone's butts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, priorities, you know, (laughs) everybody's are different. Well, I spent Friday night watching Libby's dance recital. I saw some Facebook pictures. Okay. It was, man, it was long. And (laughs) I was laughing to myself. I was like, you know, I could tell everybody, hey, what did you do on Friday night? Like, watch young girls dance, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And make it far a, more innocent than it sounds. Right, yeah. Like people listen to that, they're like, oh, okay. But yeah. Um it she did wonderful and all that. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh Deidre got Deidre got into it. Okay. Uh, and at the end I was like, Do you want to take dance lessons, Deidre? It's <laughs> like you can go surely they got like a mommy daughter. Dude, women love dance. Sure. I know Tara, she'll watch all those dancing yeah. shows. Well, Can't get enough dancing. Dance Probably what maybe second or third art form we discovered as a humanity, you know, beside behind like uh beating on something with a stick and singing, dance had to follow pretty close behind. What so, about drawings? Yeah, but they you got some pretty old ones, they have, but you got to think people realize they could speak and then and you know, uh, turn those vocalizations into sense. and into then you've got a body I can move it around, yeah, and I can clap my hands, so yeah. that's percussion rhythm. And then dance probably right after that, before they ever figured out they could use a piece of charcoal to draw something. Hmm. That's a logical progression. Makes sense. Yeah. But you never know. You never I mean, know. <laughs> nobody was there. No, no, nobody was there. Um, but what I can't figure out, because they have, uh, first of all, dance is a big time money racket. It's as big of a money racket as Taekwondo. Shout out James Bailey. I was thinking that the other day. Like, who goes to little girls' dance recitals <laughs> except for parents and, and pervy yeah. men? <laughs> I kept my eye out for some of those. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but it's it's a huge cost, and then they perform like two times a year. But there's also what I discovered in the previews for this, because they had a big video screen. It was down at the Bama Theater is they have a competitive dance team that's basically travel ball for dancing. There's no surprise whatsoever that that exists. Well, it all clicked. I was like, well, I guess that's what all the Dance Mom stuff was Mm -hmm. about. But I never... I never watched Dance Mom, so I don't. I didn't know, but I was like, there had to be something serious 
for for them to turn it into a reality show. But anyways, so I hope Libby doesn't get into that. <laughs> I'm tr- Libby loves dancing. Man, she loves it. But I hope she doesn't get into that. The other thing is they did like all the seniors that were graduating high school got to come out and do like their own little solo dance. Mm-hmm. Did like a whole photo montage where the girl, you know, thanked everybody that helped her overcome her obstacles and <laughs> dancing as a middle class white girl <laughs> <laughs> in Northport, Alabama. Bring a tear to a glass yeah. eye. But I was And told, now she's on stage at the Bama Theater yeah. in <laughs> She's made it. Performing for everyone's parents and pervy dudes. Sure. <laughs> That's exactly like every one of them was. I wish I could. I just doing the voice earlier with Deidre because it was making her laugh. Everyone was like, my name's Michaela Johnson and I'm a senior 2022 at Brookwood County High School. And I just want to thank all the people in my life that helped me overcome my dance obstacles to reach all the pinnacles that I've reached and all the friends that I've made along the way. And then, you know, I dedicate this dance to Meemaw and Pop Pop, <laughs> <laughs> who were there for me all along the way, always at my events. And then I'd come out and do some dance. What I can't figure out with all the big, like, choreographed dances, though, like Libby participated in, is if they're just doing it to look cool or if they're trying to tell me a story with their dance. Gotcha. You know, mm-hmm. like a ballet. Like, is this ballet or right. is this... Because I'm familiar with ballet, been a huge ballet fan since I went on a field trip in fifth grade to the Fett Civic Center and watched a (laughs) ballet performance of the Nutcracker. I've loved ballet ever since. I've seen Swan Lake. I've seen the Nutcracker. I've seen all. I've been to ballet. I'm not ashamed to say it. Okay. But I don't know if all the other stuff they were doing, some of it was pretty weird. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like. I should have took some mushrooms. <laughs> it was like <laughs> flashing lights, and they're doing all kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Oh, anyways, that was me watching little girls dancing. <laughs> Insane. So what news stories do we have to talk about this week? Well, I have, I have an Indian couple suing their son for not giving them grandchildren. Okay, I got... Uh, and, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, just, I was going to say, I, and then I've also got a couple oh. that uh, has absconded to the ocean to live on a cruise ship. Okay. Well, we've got a poop trader I'm going to talk about the Pope, and I'm going to talk about Ukrainian refugees. Okay. Yeah. So, what you got to kick it off with? <laughs> okay. I, I messed the whole order up. <laughs> Threw me off. I did. Man. I I'm will so say, stupid. to all the listeners, I don't know if John had this experience. I felt like the news was uh, very kind of light it was on tough. the odd stuff. Yeah, right. So, we're going to do our best. I saw but... a lot of inflation news, a lot of food shortages, and... And conspiracy news, not a lot of fun news this week. No. Yeah. And and that really says something, because last week we had the first congressional hearing on UFOs sure. since the 1970s. Yeah. Boring snooze fest. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they didn't say anything they hadn't said before. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to go, you know, qpatriot.com here, but... <laughs> The law, there's the uh, Hillary's lawyer is on trial, you know, and all kind of crazy stuff's coming out of that. Just in testifying. I just heard that he was on trial, but I hadn't heard any specifics. Well, basically, he 
testified that Hillary knew everything was fake and was like, yeah, let's go on and get it out to everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, let's make it look like Trump and Russia are buddy-buddy and get it on out to everybody. Okay, once again, yawn. Now that's <laughs> Who out there didn't think that right. already? Now, look, I think that's just testimony, right? Right. And... I mean, it's only her law, the lawyer that like worked for his testimony. <laughs> so he could be lying about it all too. There, there is that possibility. But listen, okay, just everybody, just be serious for a minute. <laughs> is there anybody out there that is the least bit surprised? Yeah. that Hillary may have been knowingly lying. Sure. <laughs> I mean, come on. No, I mean. If you yeah. love Hillary Clinton and you're heartbroken that she wasn't president, and you wish. That, and you think she's the best politician ever. Yeah. Still, you cannot be right. that surprised. Every politician we have lies. Yeah, this happens Every all the time. Every single one. Okay? No. <laughs> well, that's like, uh, you know, Watergate with Nixon. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody was doing stuff like that. Yeah. For some reason, they just decided he was the guy that was well, going to get Well, he was the caught. president. Yeah. So, yeah. But other campaigns have been doing that for, I mean, it's been going on for forever. And this is really kind of in that same vein. You know, well, remember just, when Donald Trump got in a lot of hot water when he was president? I mean, he, he got in hot water for a lot of stuff. But sure. Remember when he started saying that uh, Obama had the FBI wiretapping right. Trump Towers and they were spying on him? That's and right. everyone got super mad at him? Yeah. And then the FBI was like, eh, <laughs> maybe we were spying. <laughs> kind of. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> and everybody's like, spying. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, okay. I mean, they do that. They do that. Yeah, sure. No big deal. Moving on. Anyway, boy, we just we did go QPatriot.com. <laughs> this is right wing, ring, right wing radio with John Atani. Well, I would just like to remind everybody that it is not just the left <laughs> that tells a bunch of stories. No. They just happen to be the ones in power right now. Well, they got, it looks like they're getting caught, you know, mm -hmm. for all of that. Yeah. That everybody said wasn't true. And there was all those saying it was true. Yeah, and there was all that stuff that, you know, that yeah. the the Trump was getting called out for when he was president. Sure. Politicians Just, lie. Politicians yeah. lie. Like who? A lot. I I've got nowhere like I, I don't know. I don't I can't put my attitude, my political attitude, because it's not nonchalant. Like I I care about stuff. I still kind of keep up with it, not like I once did. But I have a level of not caring about it, <laughs> yes. you know, and I'm getting very close to just walking away and declaring myself a sovereign citizen. <laughs> if I could get away with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm a free traveler, you know, like whatever they say. Those videos are wild. Well, anyway, John, we were, you mentioned inflation. Sure. Inflation's bad. Hitting everybody. It turns out when the Fed prints up trillions of dollars, it, it devalues the dollar. Sure. Well, I heard it was all Putin's fault. Well, I heard it was Biden's fault. Oh, yeah? But, I mean, he's it's not... Biden's America. <laughs> he's not the only one who signed a spending bill. He's just the one in, in yeah. office right now. No, we we were handing it out. Oh, like, yeah. What I thought we were doing, not really. Uh, but this is what I imagine everybody, most people who don't pay attention, thought. Is oh well, we're just not going to send as much aid to Africa, Ukraine. We got to oh, no. <laughs> we got to take care of the United States people, right? You know, like right now we know things are bad everywhere. Our priority are, are our citizens, and 
We're just going to pull some of this aid back, y'all, while we float through this bad time. We'll figure out how to make it right later. Right. But what they were really doing is printing off a whole bunch of billions of dollars to yeah, send out to everybody. And everybody. And then printing up a bunch of trillions of dollars to spend on like stuff the government wanted. Right. And foreign aid sure. and all that other stuff. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't forget those other countries that were well, paying no, off. I'm sure it'll end up with a small town sheriff's department having an armored vehicle. <laughs> in the end. That's yeah. the end game and all of it. Well, John, they're going to need that when our currency finally does collapse. Exactly. The final Jenga tower tumps over, and there's masses of angry there's riots, citizens. There's riots down at the Piggly Wiggly, yeah. and you got to get the M route. Yeah, you're going to need those yeah. armored vehicles. Sure. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yes. Anyway, uh, there's a couple. They sold their home to live on a cruise ship because they say it is cheaper than paying their mortgage. Wow. Let's dive right in. How many times have you dreamed of ditching all your bills and work responsibilities to live a peaceful life on the beach? Too many times to count, right? One Seattle couple in their 50s is living the dream after they decided to sell their home and live permanently on cruise ships. According to Business Insider, in May 2021, Angelin and Richard Burke packed one suitcase each and haven't looked back ever since. We love to travel, and we were searching for a way to continuously travel in our retirement that made financial sense. This after Angelin, who is a former accountant, realized that living from a cruise ship to cruise ship is cheaper than paying off a mortgage in their Seattle hometown, which costs around $5,034 per month, $60,000 a year, for a property valued at around $984,863. Hmm. Living on cruise ships, however, has so far cost the couple around $32,000. This number includes the cost of entertainment, food, transportation, gratuity, port fees, and taxes. The couple, who were avid travelers and have been on a number of cruises so far, have also scored a number of discounts and loyalty points, which have also helped them cut the cost of their living. She also told 7 News that they don't see themselves living on land anytime in the near future. We don't plan to permanently live on land in the future. Where else can you have your resort take you to different countries while relaxing by the pool and sleeping in a comfortable bed? <laughs> so, well, I mean, this is when being a nerd pays off, you know, <laughs> right? like where you can look at it and go, uh, we're going to come out cheaper. We can travel. We use our reward point. So we don't even need as much going forward. And we could probably keep this up until we die. And that's a good nerd right there. Yeah, I was, I was thinking. Now they're they're retired, sure. So I'm I'm sure they have you know some money put back or whatever. But just sitting here, and I haven't done the math. I'm not a math magician, John. <laughs> but I would imagine that currently, right now, the cruise industry might be struggling a little sure. bit, right? And man, this might be a good thing for my parents. To try. And inflation is like super high right now. Yeah. The cost of everything else. So I guess I can see how their argument might. It it might make sense that they can just go from cruise ship to yeah, cruise ship right. for $30,000 a year. If you don't have roots, you don't have kids yeah. that need school. Right. Yeah, you just live on cruise ships. You just live on, yeah, I guess it would have to be you don't have kids mm -hmm. or you don't care about your kids. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> or I guess you could sync it up like, hey, around Christmas time, we'll be back into port. We're all coming to Thomas's house. And we'll have Christmas there. Mm -hmm. And then, hey, summer vacation. Y'all come on this cruise with us. We'll pay. I got rewards points. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe you work it that way. I don't know. Sounds amazing. Man, that is pretty cool. I may shift my retirement goals. <laughs> I have no retirement goals. I'm, I imagine I'll die at work. I kind of really. You said that was your dream. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wouldn't it be great? N- not for me. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Now, look. The union brotherhood would come and perform a union, you know, death ceremony over you. False. I imagine it's a lot like the Masons. <laughs> when my dad died, like the union hall, they, uh, they like brought some flowers and they had a card. Okay. Well, that's good. For my stepmom. But yeah. No, there's no kind of, <laughs> there's, there's no, no ritual rites over here. <laughs> no. It's not, that's the Freemasons, John. I imagine a union born out of Freemasonry, probably, right? Everything is in the United States. Are the Masons pro union? I have no idea. I don't either. I mean, I just assume they're running the biggest businesses in the world but are and they? secretly pulling the strings. <laughs> but you tell me the Mason Lodge down here at Northport. No, 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 strings. no, no, no. Yeah. They are. Playing cards, yeah, and they're cooking out on Friday nights. Yeah, a free ball or buy Boston butt fundraiser. But now the Masonic Temple down here in Forest Lake. Yeah, now that one. That's where they're eating babies <laughs> and worshiping the devil <laughs> and secretly controlling the new world order. That's the one I want to join. You know, <laughs> <You're> right? <laughs> yeah, but that one wasn't even that impressive before the after they before they rebuilt it after the tornado. You know, okay. I didn't even know there was one there before the tornado. It looked more like a church. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. But yeah, it was just like a Freemasons Hall or whatever. I thought they just built one there. Like I, I didn't know there was a Freemason lodge oh, yeah. before the tornado. Oh no, yeah. I okay. used to live on Prince Avenue. Huh. I was I've already been close to them. Thought about sneaking over there a couple <laughs> nights. But so you see them in their robes. You don't want to run afoul of the Masons, no. I don't imagine. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about somebody who ran afoul of the law. Kansas police identify a pooper pooper trader who allegedly defecated in a Wichita beauty store. It's of note this is not Amber Heard. (laughs) Are we sure? This police in Kansas have identified a woman who allegedly defecated on a beauty store store products in Wichita, causing the destruction of eight wigs that were for sale. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the wigs had to be for cleanup, right? Maybe. Can <laughs> you imagine taking an eight-wig dump? You know, like it takes that many wigs to clean it up. I was trying to think of some kind of joke, but poopay is the best I can come up with. Like, toupee? <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. The Wichita Police Department said the woman entered a beauty supply store on May 10th and defecated in the middle of the aisle. Police say that the defecation was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed as a result, adding that the owner wants to identify the poopa trader in order to pursue criminal charges. The incident was caught on the store's surveillance cameras, according to police. Identified. There's the there's the suspect. Okay, uh, I can. That is not Amber Heard. No, definitely not. Unless she has some incredible makeup. <laughs> I've heard she does. Okay. You know, she cover up when he was beating on her or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but he wasn't beating on her is what I've heard. Well, the makeup company said they didn't make the type of makeup she claimed she was using. Okay. They they invented their uh, domestic abuse cover-up makeup <laughs> later. <laughs> it was not yet on sale. <laughs> Uh, the defecation was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed. Oh, I already read that. 
Uh, in the comment section of Facebook post, police department joked, we've already confirmed that this is not Amber Heard, so please stop calling and emailing that info. <laughs> it's always fun when cops are goofing on their Facebook yeah. page. This might be one of those cases that sticks with us. The police department also joked. All right, that's a little too much. So anyways, that's the end of the story. Just luckily, we've identified. I've, we have a, on this show, we've done a lot of public poofing stories. We have. And people get caught pooping in public more than. More than you would think. Yeah, more than we have all really realized. We've, one, re, we've brought this issue to <laughs> to the forefront. The one that sticks out in my mind is the lady who was super mad. In a, was it at McDonald's? Yes. <laughs> She got so mad that uh, she pulled down her trousers and pooped. Yes. And then uh, picked it up with napkins and threw it at the person she was yelling at. (laughs) It's primal, you know? (laughs) That's why I'll never lose a fist fight ever again. (laughs) I was going to start grabbing and throwing. Let me ask you this, John. As someone who has not followed the story and has only laughed at funny memes on the internet, what is the the Cliff Notes version of the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? What I know about it comes via Deidre mm-hmm. and various memes and videos I'll run across on the internet. Apparently, way back or whenever it was, Amber Heard was like, I want a divorce from Johnny Depp. He beats me all the time. He's a drug-addled superstar who likes to beat on women. Everybody was like, well, that's surprising. Disney says, well, we can't let you work for us anymore because you're beating on women and all that to Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's like, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Everybody, hold up. She's the crazy one that was beating on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was on drugs. Yeah, I was doing some crazy stuff. Yeah, I punched things or whatever, but I never really slapped or banged her around. And so he's suing her for defamation or whatever. Now, in amongst all that is she... She pooped in the bed. She pooped in his bed. Yeah, it said it was the dog. (laughs) She pledged like all of the divorce settlement to this children's hospital and the ACLU uh, and hadn't really given them much money or anything from it. So Mm. there's all kind of like interesting little facts i guess that are coming out of it. i just know it seems like the internet was all was can- all against johnny depp right. canceling him but now this the internet has 180 flips right. and well, now amber's the bad person the patriarchy always wins you know <laughs> and that's just how it goes go patriarchy yeah, that's just what that's why i immediately started smacking deidre <laughs> <laughs> it's like you think they're gonna believe you <laughs> <laughs> Amber Heard has ruined it for all. Right. Let Jay Barker poop in our bed. That's all I need. And you are finished in this town. <laughs> Real quick, is this this is just testimony though, right? I, yeah. Like at at I the know. end of the day, when all this boils down, isn't it just his word versus her word? Right. But there's like videos and stuff of them interacting. You know, he's trashed. He must have always been trash. Uh-huh. And uh and, you know, they're, like, fighting and all that. But she, in some of the recordings, in one of them, she was like, yeah, I punched you in the face or something. Just admitted to hitting on him. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine in reality they're both probably at fault. Who would think a marriage <laughs> grounded in drug and alcohol abuse would not have issues? 
born from the depths of Hollywood. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who would imagine that would happen? Huh. I guarantee you they didn't have premarital counseling, Donnie. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> no. That's where it all went wrong. I tell you what, I'm glad I'm not sitting on the jury. Yeah, it'd be tough, Because it guess. feels like a huge waste of time. Uh, yeah. You're just like, this is... <laughs> Can you guys not stop arguing? This is what Facebook is for. You know, we're <laughs> right. supposed to air all this stuff on Facebook yes. and let the community decide. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. That's exact. It's like a high school, you know, like, a, well, like me and Deidre, like if we were to break up, we were mm-hmm. arguing on Facebook back and forth about it. And now everyone's taking sides. Sure, yeah. John Which, was always good to them kids, <laughs> you know? I'm taking John's side. <laughs> I'm... I'm solid Look, John Long. I had <laughs> Deidre and I, I can't remember how we got on the subject, but, uh, and I, I may have said this earlier to you that I was to the other night. I, I, we got on the subject of her always being right. And I was like, Deidre, I don't, I don't think you know what it's like living with somebody who's always right. You know, like it's mm-hmm. annoying. I always admit when I'm wrong, yeah. I just told Tara, I'm just not wrong that often. I always admit it. It just doesn't happen a lot. I'm fine being wrong. <laughs> I'm fine being right and acting like I'm wrong mm-hmm. most of the time. But when I know I'm right about something and she knows she's right about something, it's a huge blow up. You know. Well, a lot of times I I, I feel like I'll be right, but I'll just go right along. No, yeah, and right. do the wrong thing anyway exactly. because I know I'm not going to change her mind. No, I do this too. I'm like, look, I know that suitcase isn't going to fit up there. <laughs> yes. like I can tell by looking at it. I have spatial awareness. <laughs> the good Lord gave it to me, or we developed it through a process of evolution. Either way, I do. I can look and tell it doesn't fit. No, it'll fit. And I'm like, okay. All right, then I spend like 10 minutes shoving it up there. Mm-hmm. She gets mad because I'm scratching the ceiling, and then I pull it down. I'm like, see, it doesn't fit. Well, no, you're putting it up there wrong. <laughs> it's always something. That's what I was like. Look, you you have no idea what it's like living with you. I don't want to air. I'm, I may cut this out because I don't want to air <laughs> You should all cut all of this laundry. out. Yeah, I will. I'll cut all this out. But yesterday, I was changing the oil in the van. Because I I did the math, I, I I estimated. Sure, I save roughly, you know, fifteen dollars changing the oil myself, right. and it would be for me to like go to a quick oil change place. Right. Now I know for you, fifteen dollars isn't a lot of money, no. but for us in our financial situation, I feel like that's significant. Well, not not only that, but I feel like I'm defending my title as a man. <laughs> okay, you know, like I'm earning sure. man points changing right. my own oil. Well, you have the creek to dump the oil in back here. So I don't know why you wouldn't change your own oil. Right. Yeah. Right. So anyway, yesterday, and it was hot yesterday. Sure it was. But uh, the oil change light came up on Tara's van, and her and her mom are like, you know. Oh, it's got to be changed It's got to be changed now. <laughs> the edge is about to lock I up. I may not even drive it to church. I need a ride to church from someone else because that van needs its oil changed. <laughs> you know, it's to that level. Okay. So I go to the to O'Reilly's, I get the oil change stuff, I come back, and <clears throat> I change the oil. And it's hot out there, but I get it all changed, and then I come in and I'm taking a shower. And she starts in, uh, how much did you, you only saved about $10. I'm like, well, both cars, you save about $20, and plus... I use like that Lucas oil stabilizer. You don't uh-huh. get that when you have it at the place. And I feel like $20 is significant. Okay. And she's like, well, 
but you did all this work and it's hot out there. And she just would not drop <laughs> that you should just go to a place and have it done, which starts making me think she thinks she don't trust me. Like she thinks I cannot change the oil in the car. <laughs> you She thinks I'm going to do something to mess it up. You know? Okay. I got you. I would, I would have probably eventually got there too. <laughs> but she just wouldn't give it up. And I was yeah. kind of like, you know what? Fine. Fine. I'll never change the oil again, ever again. You happy? <laughs> Let's just spend all the extra money to have someone else do it. And I'll like some loser, fit, you know, a feminine guy. <laughs> so taking his oil to get, taking his car to get his oil <laughs> yes. changing it like a sissy. <laughs> yeah. That'll be me if that's what you want. Won't you just go buy me a whole bunch of pink polos? I'll wear pink from now on. Well, I have I- a question. <laughs> um, where do? How do you dispose of the oil? I pour it back in the the down a drain in the in- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> The bottles, I pour them back in the bottle. But then what do you do with those? Throw it away. <laughs> no, you can't do that. <laughs> Can you not do that? I've done that my whole life. I think you I think you have to dispose of it like it not in a regular landfill, <laughs> right? Because we may want to use that land for something years down the road, right? Well, it come out of the ground. It can't go back in there. <laughs> No, I applaud you for doing it. <laughs> I do. I, I, and honestly, I've never really considered doing yeah. it because I thought I would get in trouble. I okay. also got a bunch of paint I need to throw away, and I don't think you could just throw <laughs> it away, too. I would put it in that garbage can and never check up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is going to squish yeah. it and all come. Are you being paint. for real? Yeah, I got a bunch of paint. I guess. No, what I'm talking about, like, you can't just throw. I don't think so. Huh. I'm going to have to. I love the environment. If, if only there was a way. I'm an environmentalist. People don't know. Can you dispose of used in Let's see what it says. Okay, WikiHow. How to dispose of motor oil. Getting rid of motor oil can seem like a hassle, but with only a few tools, you can safely need blah, blah, blah. Okay, <laughs> number one, storing and testing your own oil. Well, that's out. <laughs> yeah. Read that. <laughs> uh, two, cool your oil for 10 minutes before transferring it into the jug. Well, I've, I've done that. It just says pour it into a jug. What do you do with a jug? <laughs> that's what we need to know. Okay, at this point, I've spent more than two minutes trying to research oh, oh, this. I, I know the question to ask because I know what white trash America would ask. Can you throw oil in the trash? Oh, I better put motor oil. It's got cooking oil. Do not throw it in the trash or pour it down the drain. This is from How to Dispose of Used Motor Oil. What do you do? Find where to take used oil or automotive fluids. Once you do that, you take it there. Oil change facility or an auto parts store, Earth 911. You just can't be sending that out there with the regular trash. (laughs) I knew it. I've done that my whole life. (laughs) Well, where where are we supposed to take it? I don't know. That's why I (laughs) go and get mine changed. They know where to take it. (laughs) Just leave the jugs outside of an oil place, like at night. (laughs) <laughs> just drive up. I would love it if, sure. we, if we're going through all this, and then like O'Reilly, the Auto Zone, they just toss it in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
That's all funny. I don't want you to put like how we got to there about the motor oil. Oh, there's no way to get there without having all that in. I'm gonna call an auto zone. Yeah, I got some used motor oil. Where am I supposed to take that? Uh, how much you got? Ten quarts. Well, we're only limited to I think three to five gallons a person. Okay. I just want to bring some here. We can dispose of it for you. Okay, I, I, I'll do that. Um, and like, where is it? Does that go to like a? Where's that go when, when we take it back? Uh, do, do y'all take it to a special place where they recycle it or something? We have a uh, truck, like an old truck that comes, picks it up, and okay. dispose of it to, or they take it to a. Uh, I can't remember the place. They take it off somewhere. Is it? Do they take it to a landfill? I'm really not so sure. Okay, so, no, so like no one knows where it goes. I don't. I'm sure someone else around. Here. Okay. All right. Thank you. Most help. You've been most helpful. All right. Bye. <laughs> Nobody knows, John. Nobody knows where it goes. You're grilling some dude that's <laughs> an auto zone. <laughs> like I'm he's not a, grilling him. I just want to know. Like he's a soil and water conservationist. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's looking at wiper blades all day. All right, what's the number to the e- the EAP? <laughs> 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 but that's what you're supposed to do with your motor oil. See, oh, you take it to AutoZone. Yeah, I, they will take. Is it three gallons per person? Yeah. Okay. That's a what? How many quarts are in a gallon? Four. Yes. Yeah. So that's two and a half gallons right there. You got on your hands. All right. I will take it to AutoZone, and AutoZone will put it on a truck, and then okay. it will go to a special facility where they recycle it. <laughs> And there is no way it's going to wind up in a landfill right. or in like the Pacific garbage patch where all that plastic is swirling around. Zero sea turtles harmed. Well, what we need to do, Tiny, <laughs> for all the female ladies is get you out there shirtless, changing your oil. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Take a few pictures, put them on the Earth Oddity Instagram. Because <laughs> that's manly stuff right there, you know? Yeah. All the beta males like me aren't doing that. We're going down to the oil change place. You're so you're so alpha, you just put your oil right in the trash. <laughs> well, I won't do that no more because I, I don't wanna I don't wanna offend anyone. I don't want to hurt the sea turtles. But honestly, I've done that my whole life. I had no idea you couldn't do that. You're causing like trash heap fires and stuff out there. That's my daddy before me. That's what he did. That's what I say. Just dump it in a stream. It all goes <laughs> to the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it come out of the ground. That's right. Yeah, it all goes to the ocean, and then we don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> you know what? This is why we should just have electric cars. Sure. Um, so electric cars don't have oil. You know, for they have to have some sort of engine oil, right? Okay, I'm not an expert. Yeah. But I don't think electric cars have anywhere near the maintenance cost yeah, that yeah, traditional. Well, in, I would imagine if something goes wrong, it probably costs a lot to fix. Oh, though. probably. Because there's an O'Reilly's with auto parts for every vehicle ever. They can get it to you in one day. It doesn't matter what you need all over the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And so auto parts are cheaper in general. And there's not a Tesla parts at every place. Anyway. Right. But they say that on a Tesla, you're just going to need tires and you got to charge it. Yeah. But you don't have the, the cost. Right. That Yeah. yeah. I can. Now, now, 
look, you're going to spend what, 40 grand, 50 grand? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea about Teslas, really, other mm-hmm. than what you've told me. Let's talk about the Pope. Okay. Pope Francis shares a secret. This is a, a deep Vatican secret. <laughs> uh, a, this is a secret recipe for a bad knee, and that's a shot of tequila. Huh. That's right. Doctors have prescribed a wheelchair, cane, and physical therapy to help heal Pope Francis's bad knee. He has other ideas. According to a viral video of the Pope at the end of a recent audience, uh, Francis quipped that what he really needs for the pain is a shot of tequila. I feel like that's only controversial to the Baptist, to us, <laughs> the Baptist yeah, right. in the room. No, like everybody. Like the entire rest of the world right. is like, ha ha, yeah, that's, sure. that's what I, I would treat it to. We've, we've probably got some Church of Christ listeners. There might be one or two that we haven't ran off yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyways, Francis was riding in the Pope Mobile in St. Peter's Square when he stopped near a group of Mexican seminarians um, from the Legion of Christ. That sounds like an amazing <laughs> tag team name. Yeah, you know, a wrestling tag team name. Also, I can I wonder what the Pope does with his used motor oil. <laughs> is that like from holy, the Pope Mobile? Is that holy oil? Holy motor oil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just dump that right back into the stream? <laughs> sure. Into the holy water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, let's see where I was at. Oh, uh, so he stopped near a group of Mexican seminar- seminarians from the Legion of Christ who asked him in his native Spanish how his knee was doing. After he replied that it was capricious, they told Francis that they admired his ability to smile despite the pain and that he was an example for future priests like themselves. Do you know what I need for my knee? Francis asked them from the Pope Mobile. What, Pope? (laughs) Yes, exactly. What do you need, Pope? What do you need? (laughs) They're probably expecting prayer, you know. (laughs) He said some tequila. The seminarians laughed and promised to deliver a bottle to the Santa Marta Hotel where Francis was living. The 85-year-old Argentine Pope, has been suffering from strained ligaments in his right knee for months, uh, and on doctor's orders recently has been using a wheelchair and a cane to get around so he can let it heal. It's all that kneeling they do, you know? The Catholic mm-hmm. Church is big on kneeling, you know? <laughs> yeah. You only, If you're Baptist, really, you can kneel as much as you want or as little as you want. Mm-hmm. We have freedom. But you're of, not required to, like, no one, yeah. nobody, nobody really kneels. Yeah. And so that's why you don't need no tequila. <laughs> and that's why we don't need a drink. We're kneeling maybe two times a year. Right. You get an altar call in or, yeah. And maybe once a year when the youth group goes on a mission trip. Sure. Right. We call them up and have them kneel. <laughs> um, the limits on his mobility have spurned a predictable round of media speculation about his health and a future conclave. But a close collab- collaborator recently said the Pope is better than ever and is undergoing two hours of physical therapy a day. So good to know the Pope's on the mend and getting drunk. <laughs> As he should, I guess, right? Well, he just probably not. We don't know what his tolerance is. Right. He just wants a shot. Yeah, he just get a little buzz on, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just enough to knock out the pain of his knee. Well, he needs to be, he needs to have. Pretty much all of his faculties mm-hmm. for when God, you know, contacts him with, hey, we're going to do this next. I got to be honest. This whole story, I feel, is very tame. 
Yeah. Compared to like, was it a couple years back when he was like liking he was, he was, strippers? He was on the bottle that night. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Yeah. It's just while boozing it, liking, you know, Instagram model <laughs> <Yeah>. photos. <laughs> this may be the coolest Pope ever. Is he wanting like a uh, HBO Max series <laughs> Maybe <so>. based on him? <laughs> he may be. The Pope kind of rocks. He's just out there getting drunk. The best was him smacking that lady's hand. (laughs) (laughs) Did you forget about that? I did. (laughs) I did forget about it. That got me. That got me good. (laughs) All right. I kind of really dig this part. (laughs) He's, He's wild. Yeah. I want to. I'm gonna be watching Pope compilation videos <laughs> tonight on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A uh, world's funniest Pope. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? I don't want to be disrespectful to our Catholic brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in laughing like we, I'm not. I think the Pope. He, he's the Pope. You know, whatever. I just think all oh, this is funny. You know, we're just joking. I don't want to offend yeah. anybody. Like is 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 it a sin to laugh at the Pope when he smacks a lady's hand? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I I would do the same thing if I, I didn't would. want to hold that lady's hand and she wouldn't let go. Yeah, I'd do the same thing. If Billy Graham did that, I would laugh too. <laughs> you know, yes, I would laugh at Franklin that too. Graham. Is Billy yeah. Graham still alive? No, he's dead. Okay, yeah, he's right. went on in. That's why the world's going to hell in a handbasket, <laughs> right? No, he's he was the man. Well, John, how about this next story here? Headline, Indian couple longing for grandchildren sues their son and his wife. Okay. A retired Indian couple is suing their son and daughter-in-law, demanding that they produce a grandchild within a year or pay them 50 million rupees. (laughs) Uh, I should have said at the outset that this comes from India, so I'm probably going to be a good one. I'm going to struggle here. Uh, Sanjee Rajan Prasad, a 61-year-old retired government official, says it is an emotional and sensitive issue for him and his wife, and they cannot wait any longer. Which, I mean, I'm assuming that this is probably a culture where that's like a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal here, but it's probably far more normal for couples to not have grandchildren than it is over in India. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, no, our birth rates are like super low. Yeah. You know, compared to most of the world, I think. Mm -hmm. That's why... That's why retired couples over here can just go live on a cruise ship. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're going to die on a cruise ship. Uh, his son, a pilot, was married six years ago. Prasad says he and his wife want a grandson or a granddaughter because he has spent his life's earnings on his son's education. So you owe us. That's right. <laughs> I kind of like it. The court accepted their petition and was set to hold a hearing in northern India. The son and daughter-in-law could not be reached by media for comment. Uh, which, again, I don't know if one of them has maybe struggling with infertility issues, but yeah. it'll be interesting for all that to come out in court sure. for the entire world to know. No, that'll be uh, <laughs> that's wild. Like you couldn't just sit down with dad, mom, and go, look, I'm trying, you know? <laughs> right. Like, man, I, we're going to the doctor. We're look, getting looked at. Look, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. Or, dad, you know how it is, but sometimes they don't want to do it, dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, You've got to come on, man. Don't take me to court. You know how it is. Sometimes they have a headache. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. If there's one thing that can... 
put them in the mood. It is a lengthy trial hearing. (laughs) Well, then what? Like, I got to give you all this money back. And then what if I get her pregnant the next day or whatever? (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I would need a contingency clause. You give me the 50 million back whenever I get her knocked up. We're yeah. just having some trouble. Sometimes it takes some time. Dad. Or if you get all this money back and then we have a kid, then yeah. you don't get to see them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You forfeit all future rights to any grandchildren. <laughs> the war in Ukraine, mm-hmm. it's raging on, I guess. I really hadn't seen an update on it until this story this week. Ukraine's really falling off the map in the United States. Well, we were going to send them $40 billion in aid. Yeah. yeah uh, and- that was the last update I heard. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, uh, we've sent them a whole bunch of money because mm-hmm. we're laundering it through. I mean, let's just be honest. That's what we do, okay? <laughs> so everybody's getting rich except, except the taxpayer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, everybody wants to help Ukraine. I wash cars to help Ukraine. Some people have been taking in Ukrainian refugees. A father of two dumps his partner after falling for 22-year-old Ukrainian refugee who came to live with couple to escape the war. Hmm. All right. This is the refugee. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're both like, I can see it, right? <laughs> I, I hate that for his wife. But well, you, <laughs> did you not see a picture? It Was well, there no that's what I'm red I, flags? I blame the wife for this whole situation. <laughs> When that girl shows up, you just go, like, look, I'm sorry. We're we're full. You got to go to another family. <laughs> we can't take you in. Yeah. That's, you You can't allow that in yet. That's like me letting Brad Pitt come stay at my house. <laughs> not you know, happening. Not happening. <laughs> Brad, I know things are bad, you know, yeah. but I can't, the, the inn is full. There's room. <laughs> <laughs> There's room in the manger. It's possible that. Dad here is a genuinely nice, good sure, guy. Right. But he's, <laughs> you can't let that kind of temptation move into your house. Tiny. You, you let a beautiful 22 year old Ukrainian refugee who needs a father figure <laughs> come into air your home. Quotes, put air quotes up around father. <laughs> right. He's a daddy figure. A daddy figure. <laughs> come into your home. No, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that's letting Satan right on in. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. See, this is what being a Baptist gets you. We, we've we considered all this. A normal person would be like, a normal guy in our age range would be like, yeah, let's let her move in. No, what's the problem with <laughs> it's this? It's the right thing to do. <laughs> yes, we need the help. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am doing my part. Listen, if you have... You know, lots of people struggle with uh, gambling issues. Sure. And people struggle from alcohol addiction. That's that's true. But uh, if you're struggling with gambling or alcohol addiction, what you should not do is bring a casino into your house. No. <laughs> or set up a bar in your bedroom. That is true. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> There's a, Sexual addiction is a real thing. Everybody's, I think, is addicted to it. Except my wife. <laughs> okay. Uh, I haven't read a bit of this story yet, and we've already told a million jokes on it, which is great. I think we all know how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> He's a father of two who's 29 years old, Tony Garnett, uh, and his partner, Lorna, 28, took in Sophia Carcadem, 
at the start of May, but just 10 days later, their seemingly happy marriage was torn apart wow. when he ran away with a refugee. Lasted 10 days. 10 days. <laughs> That's better than I could do. <laughs> I mean, you you would expect them the there to be some sneaking around, yeah, and some yeah, some just, shady backstabbery right. stuff to be sure. going on before we're just going to let the whole world know that we left together. <laughs> but day ten, you know that probably like day three or four, it was he was always like, "Hey, uh, hey, wife, can uh, can you go down to the store and pick up something?" <laughs> I don't need it from the one that's like 10 minutes away. Like it needs to be the one on the other side of town. They and only the sell kids. the kind. They need yeah. to get out of the house. Kids need to get out. Too. Why don't y'all go take in a movie? <laughs> right. Yeah. Y'all yeah. been to the movie theater in, sure. in two years. Yeah. Y'all going down there. I got to, I'm changing the oil, <laughs> you know, so I can't go. <laughs> I'll be here. We don't want to leave her alone, but it's fine. I'm going to be out here. Yeah. Also, would just like to point out that I don't know Miss Sophia here. Sure, just like to point out that she is from a war torn part of the sure. world, right? In America, this isn't just your run of the mill, right. super hot twenty two year old girl. No, no, no. Who this, has lots and lots and lots of options? This is right. This is Daily Mail, so I assume they're in Britain, right? Did I say that? I know, but yeah. Anyways, a security guard who lives—he's a security guard. All right. Mm-hmm. It's, these are the type of people that are guarding parking decks around the United States. Okay. <laughs> right. I don't mean to impugn the character of security guards. There's a lot of great ones. That's that's a bad joke on my part. Well, I did the job of security guard. No, I forgot. For yeah, you were trained in the arts. <laughs> yes, the arts <laughs> of hall watchery. <laughs> that's basically what you are when you're a security sure. guard. As he lives in Bradford, West Yorkshire. Says he's fallen in love with a 22-year-old and wants to spend the rest of his life with her. Sophia, who fed the city of Lviv, mm-hmm. I don't know, in western Ukraine, said she fancied Tony as soon as she saw him and that the pair are living their very own love story. Yeah, I tell you what, she she's like, this dude is from America. Yeah. And I can get a green card. <laughs> Look. It's true love, Tiny. <laughs> it's true love. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the fact that I she's trying s- to escape a war, and he is right <laughs> married to a mother of two. <laughs> Look, uh, I need to see a picture of him. You know, I can see the pictures of her, and I get it on his side. <laughs> right. but I need to know what he looks like. If he's real ugly, he needs to have some self-awareness, you know, but mm-hmm. he could be a hot dad or something. I don't know. There are those dudes that like work out and do all that. And uh, they always run yeah. off with They're always running off with 22-year-old women. <laughs> Get you somebody like me and Tiny, you'd be secure <laughs> for the rest of your life. You know? Yeah. And I mean, she she's, she's good looking. Mm-hmm. She ain't. Did it say how old he There's is? There's better looking girls at the University of Alabama right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Ten times. This one just happens to be like hanging off your trousers. Right. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's just like right there. What are you going to do? Not try to get with a 22-year-old <laughs> girl that's living in your house? I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about our friends at Cajun Curl. Bayou Blended Spice. We want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice right there on the Bayou web at CajunCurl.com. 
Created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana, it's the seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on them will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurleen Wallace Boulevard in Northport. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. All right, John, we don't have any voicemails this week. We did get a text from Pat. He said, uh, why do they call them Pop-Tarts and not Mom-Tarts? Hmm, the patriarchy. <laughs> the pastryarchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Look, I want to tell you the economy is tightening up because we went shopping. We didn't go to Publix. We went to Winn-Dixie because mm-hmm. Publix is more expensive. I was about to say, that. <laughs> you know things are getting bad right. when the longs drop Publix and start shopping at Winn-Dixie. Here's the number one economic indicator, and it should be a red flag to everyone who hears this. Is it not men's underwear? Deidre bought generic Pop-Tarts. Wow. Yeah. You're, you're not, you're, are you serious? Yeah, she did. Well, I tell you what, my mother-in-law, she has been spending stories about the coming oh, <laughs> recession, yeah. the That's depression, right. like food shortages. And I really wasn't worried about any of it until you said that. Yeah, no. Now I know it's getting bad. Deidre and Glenn Beck, one and the same <laughs> on the current state of our economy. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a landmark moment, really. It's kind of turned me on a little bit. I was like, my <laughs> my lady's willing to sacrifice for my family, you know? And I was like, come on, let's get these T-bone steaks. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of uh, Pop-Tarts do y'all like? Uh, well, Thomas really likes s'mores. Okay. And uh, then everyone else eats either brown sugar, cinnamon, and uh, strawberry, no frosting. Okay. Yeah. Didn't even know they made a no frosting That's strawberry. That's right. They do. We're uh, we're big in the uh, the chocolate, mm-hmm. whatever the chocolate is. Yeah, s'mores, sometimes the Sunday. <laughs> yeah, s'mores rock. They're great. I have to stop myself from eating them because mm-hmm. I'm trying to lose weight. My kids are big on the mini muffins. They Min- eat that Deidre, for breakfast all the time. I mean, Libby likes mini muffins too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I constantly pick up mini muffin packages around littered around my house because of her i want to ddt her sometimes because of it yeah right thomas got a girlfriend she another came, one she came yeah Thomas player man he's a well, lot he was he was he was dating a girl and then he uh he dumped her he dumped her and yeah. she still had his hoodie he couldn't get his hoodie back no that was, that was a two year that was two girlfriends ago okay who took all his hoodies 
And then there was the one that uh, he, dumped. he dumped her before Valentine's, That's so he right. wouldn't have to get her something. No, he had already bought her something and dumped oh, her on principle okay. because she was embarrassing him at a party. Well, that's frugal. I can yeah. respect that. Just hang up, stick in the closet. Yeah. And give it to the next one. Well, he just ate all the candy himself. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. So he's got him a new one, and she seems to be okay. She came to Luby's dance recital. Okay. And uh, and hung out with us and seemed to be an all right girl. But it's kind of funny to see him with a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He's tried to keep it secret as long as possible because he knows I would give him a hard time about it. But she was nervous to meet all of us. You know, like you <laughs> Makes remember sense. being a teenager <laughs> or whatever, yeah. how awkward all that is. So I try to make it as awkward as possible. <laughs> it's like, where did you go to elementary school? You know, I was like <laughs> peppering her with questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then Dieter was like, back off of her. And I was like, okay. So I took it easy to rest of the night. Yeah. I feel like it's more fun to do that. Yeah. If, it's, if you have a daughter. Yeah. And you're, you know, picking on the guy. Sure. Yeah. Depending on the guy, you don't want to be picking on everybody. Then your daughter will be like, Daddy hates him <laughs> and I love him. You know? Well, that's going to happen no matter what, right? I don't know. I'm afraid (laughs) you're going to find out. (laughs) And I'm not afraid of it. Like I got to protect my daughter or anything Mm -hmm. any more than my kids. It's just like different. I get the dynamic of, you know, a girl and a boy because I participate on the boy. And I know what Thomas and Hudson's doing, you know, Mm -hmm. and going through and thinking and Lord knows they're horny all the time. You know, they're teenagers. You got to consider all of that. I understand all that. Have no idea from a girl's perspective what it's like. Libby does have a boyfriend, Jaden. Okay. Yeah. Have you met Jaden? No. Hmm. I know Jaden. Okay. I mean, they've been to school, been been in school for a while together. Right. Um. Yeah. She's got a boyfriend. They have not held hands. <laughs> well, good. And I was like, <laughs> she said he got sick on Friday. I was like, oh, so you couldn't kiss him goodbye? She's like, ooh, I wouldn't kiss anybody. <laughs> I was like, that's right. It's how you get germs, boy germs. <laughs> Men are disgusting. Yes, right. As a man, I can <laughs> confirm. But Libby's going into sixth grade, so it won't be long before she gets into boys, too. So mm-hmm. that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I have to defer to Deidre's expertise yeah. and like Reba McIntyre songs to <laughs> discern the mind of a of a woman. <laughs> Here's your one chance fancy. That's right. Maybe not that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, We have some questions. Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to John. We like to John ask. We like to ask John questions on the show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server. Link in the show notes and head to the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. Our first question comes from Goose. What are things you love about the South? Oh, too many. Yeah. Oh, I like the people, number one. Uh, The food. I was about to say the food. Yeah. I like the football. Uh, Yeah, the football. The environment, you know, like uh, our outdoors, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you're Considering the whole South, not just Alabama. I mean, Louisiana, Tennessee, all that. Yeah. No better place for our – you can like experience a lot of different Coast. things. Gulf Coast is amazing. The barbecue – well, we said the food, so. <laughs> There's so many hot women in the South. <laughs> really like, I don't is. know how to tell people. 
It is ridiculous. It's not as big a deal now as when I was a single yeah, man. Right. But still, yeah. Unreal. Unreal talent in this region. <laughs> uh, unreal. It is ridiculous. Trying to make a man stumble out here is what what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Ukrainian refugees wandering like, around. It's like Ukrainian refugees <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> Uh, our next question comes from Nicole. What are some things you hate about the South? Oh, man. For me, really, just the summers. The summer doesn't bother me as much. I hate the winter in the South. I really do. I was going to say, our winter's not that so bad. It's not bad. I wish we just didn't have it. I oh. hate winter all around. Huh. Yeah. Like, what good's winter? I well, mean, I know what it's good for. I like winter here because it... It usually don't get much below fifty. It's yeah. really kind of nice uh, most I, of the time. I'd rather be hot. I'm, huh. My ancestors grew up in the South. Well, I would I'm rather like an be hot. Generation Alabamian. This is yeah. my weather. I would rather be hot than be cold. Yeah, but it doesn't get super duper cold. Here. No, it doesn't. So, but yeah, I hate that. I hate our government. You know, in general. There are good people within our government, especially local governments, but our state government is dysfunctional in Alabama. But, I mean, it's not like California dysfunctional. No, no. I think they work together. I just think they're misguided a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You know, both sides work to get stuff done. You know, the there's they pass legislation all the time that helps the people of Alabama. But on certain issues, they are diametrically opposed. And they make stupid decisions. <laughs> they just make stupid decisions sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I wish we could get our education right. And out if we could get our education right, I wouldn't even care about the government. You know, because they don't, they pretty much stay out of your life. The state government does mm -hmm. for the most part. Our next question comes from Stan. Who has broken more NCAA rules, Nick or Bear? Oh, I would say probably Bear Bryant. Yeah. It might be close. I don't know. Do we have any evidence that Bear broke rules? Well, I was going to say that, that Nick Saban's broke rules. I mean, I figure well, just they, the they know how to get out of them, right? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like we, I, I've long said, proudly proclaimed Alabama buys football players. However, we did it, I don't know. Like all the Dodge Chargers, you know, I don't know. Is there a dealership? <laughs> it seemed to me it'd be pretty easy to trace if you wanted to, but whatever. A lot Anyways, easier it to trace than money in a, in a right. offering plate. <laughs> I don't I don't have a moral stance on football. I just want to watch my team win. And I don't care if we cheat. <laughs> I, I don't care about any of that. I just want right. to win. That's fine with me. It's more fun for me when we win. Mm -hmm. You know? That's my stance on it all. So well, Texas A&M paid a bunch of players. I was just going to say, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, there's some beef going on yeah. between Dabo Sweeney and Nick Saban. No, Jimbo Fisher. I'm sorry, yeah. Jimbo Fisher. Right. Yeah. And they're, he's all mad because Nick said they bought their class, which they did. Everybody had said that. <laughs> that wasn't brand new information. Everybody in the world with Texas A&M signed their recruiting class was like, yeah, they bought them, and there's nothing we can do about it. That's just the rules now. Yeah, that's the framework we're playing within. You mm -hmm. know, so good for Texas A&M for figuring this out before everybody else. You know, they're going to hopefully be a lot more competitive. Yeah. And of course, Jimbo's like, we didn't do anything wrong, which they didn't. Nobody said they did anything wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, we didn't. You know, and then he goes all nuts and says, 
Ask any assistant coach that's been coaching with Nick. He knows how he's been buying players for forever, basically. But he was an assistant coach for Nick Saban, so he could just tell us how it happened and who it happened to (laughs) and all that, but he didn't. So, (laughs) well, because I mean, I guess I'd come back on him. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. In my mind, this was all a big hullabaloo over nothing. Jimbo Fisher got mad over nothing. Right. He should have looked at, sat down and been like, did we buy our players? I wouldn't use the term buy. We offered our players a chance to make this money, you know, mm-hmm. through NIL deals here under the current rules. They didn't break any laws. They didn't break any NCAA rules. And we signed these people for that. I'm sorry your school couldn't offer them yeah, this great of a deal. Yeah, that's how the game is now. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, and we'll always operate within the rules, and then this would have went away. And I always have felt, and it, maybe this is just me, I mean, on the one hand, I can see the concern that if this becomes bigger, then it can, you know, potentially have a negative effect on yeah. schools and some schools not having a budget to really be competitive, yeah. not be a good thing. That said, it bothers me that a bunch of, you know, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids are out here risking life and limb to yeah. put on a show and old rich white dudes are going to the bank <laughs> right. and profiting massive I money. I know. And and what are they getting? Education? Right. I mean, I mean, it's not like they don't get nothing. I mean sure. if if they're good enough, they could potentially go pro. Right. They they're probably gonna be okay right. if they have a good career. But they're I mean, they're not I've sit along advocated for if I'm a business major and I want to go work at a retail company or whatever mm-hmm. when I'm not in class to help myself in my career in the long run, then I have every right to do that. These guys want to be football players. They're playing football. They should be compensated for doing so because that's their job and mm-hmm. they generate revenue. I'm all for it. Yeah. But Saban's point was like, look, if this is how it's going to be, it's how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And we hadn't done that, but we might can do that. I don't know that Alabama can compete with Texas A&M money with all the oil people out there. But the other thing about I guess all we'll this, find out. <laughs> look, what I kind of want to happen, Tiny, with all this NIL is for like Harvard and Yale to become football powerhouses again. <laughs> You know, yeah. like all their alumni get together and just start buying players. Yeah. And then it's like Alabama, Harvard for the national <laughs> championship. Well, I mean, I would imagine they could absolutely do that. But it seems I've always felt like people in, in high, high academia, like Ivy League, don't they kind of look down on, sure, on yeah. sports? Oh, yeah. Or at definitely. least sports as it is, as it exists in the SEC. <laughs> I would have think. Faculty-wise, probably. Yes. I would think there's a percentage of their students that are mm-hmm. anti-football nerds, you know? Right. Like we know those people. They exist in the South, too. They're just anti-football for whatever, because mm-hmm. everybody treated the football team different when they were in high school. Yeah, they want to, like, win the debate. Yeah. And then they want to get on the rowing team. Sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they want to wear that little sweater. Yeah. And look down on all the peasants because they're so much better than them. But let's say you're goodwill hunting and you grow up and you're smart and in Boston and you go to Harvard and you still love the Celtics and the Patriots and the Red Sox because that's just who you are. You just happen to be smart, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm sure there's a percentage of people like that in there too. Right. Because sports is for everyone. Nerds. There's a, there's a place for everyone in sports. Nerds have esports. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> nerds are into stats and like fantasy football. That's true. And stuff. That's true. Yeah, fantasy football is football for nerds. Big really? Time. Yeah. yeah. And I know people who love it, but that's all it is. Stan also asked, who has broke the most rules in college football ever? Oh, I would say probably what was the dude at SMU? I can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. The Pony Express. Yeah. All the that. Pony yeah. Express. Uh-huh. Maybe. Hmm. That was really just a bunch of people snitching on each other. That is what this is turning into in the SEC. Right. Is the, the what was it, the Southwest Conference? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just a bunch of people. They were all doing it. And then they just started pointing, snitching on everybody. Uh, have you ever noticed someone staring at you through the lattice at Cracker Barrel? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> he says, what would you do? I stuck my tongue through the hole. Okay. I feel like that's a, a story he's telling us. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. I don't think I would do that. Yeah, I don't think I no. would either. Because you don't know where that lattice has been. Yeah, you don't know what the guy <laughs> before you in this situation stuck through that hole. <laughs> you have no idea. No idea. And it cannot be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would show him my score on the little triangle game. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Uh, Stan asks, aliens have landed. They ask for one person to represent the entire globe, and John has the power to choose who it is. Who would it be? Oh, my initial reaction is myself. (laughs) (laughs) Upon second thought, um, I'm going to go with Joey Hokett. (laughs) I would pick the Pope. Okay. (laughs) Is there a drunk <laughs> showing them about Instagram models? Yeah. yeah. Uh, election season, Alabama Governor Kay Ivey does an ad with a gun. Do you think if the ad showed her actually firing it would push her to win without a runoff? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I would love to see me all just dirty Harry, you know, <laughs> style. Are you feeling lucky? <laughs> You know what I say to them Washington liberals? Say, this is a 44 Magnum, (laughs) the most powerful handgun ever made. Could blow your head clean off. (laughs) Well, I tell you what, that would be gold. And (laughs) people would go nuts on the internet about it. Yeah. But that'd be awesome. I wouldn't, I don't like Meemaw, by the way. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Hmm. Do you think people really believe that she carries a gun in her purse? Yes, some people do. Uh, I would say 50-50. I see the people at Walmart. I put it more (laughs) 60-40. Yeah. Uh, Will you be voting for the glamour shot lady that you talked about in the previous podcast based (laughs) solely on her ad campaign? Possibly. Let me tell you this. This week, I was coming home for lunch, and at Charlie Shirley Road, she's had a sign up, and I noticed it was down because I'm observing – Mm-hmm. While I drive the entire scenery, not that I was looking for an attractive <laughs> lady's picture, okay? I'm just an observant driver. Saw it, got home, I messaged her on Facebook and was like, hey, Miss Madison, I don't know if you'll see this, we're not friends, and I will. Uh, I wanted you to know your sign was down, and it looked like somebody had damaged it. And I said, so your sign's down and damaged. And, uh, you know, just thought I would let you know. I didn't put this, but my thought was, 
I'm a Boy Scout, do a good turn daily. I just help somebody out, mm-hmm. right? So anyway, she messaged me back, thanked me. Um, after I sent a message to a mutual friend I have with her and was like, hey, this is what I – just tell her to check her messages whatever. And so then her husband sent me a friend request. I was like, this is weird, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, man, I ain't trying to move in on your girl. I was just trying to be a good Boy Scout. And but he was like, "Hey, we got it up. Thanks for letting us know and all that." <laughs> I was like, "I bet you did." Yeah, right. <laughs> well, let me slide to you, woman's DMs. I know you got scared when you looked at my profile picture. <laughs> You're like, dude, I can't let this dude be messaging my wife. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know that I'll. I don't know if I'll vote for her or not. I really have no idea who the other guy is either. What if she wins? I know who she and then, is. Like though. she's like you know. I want, out like, of everybody, for something else. What if I get like a position in her office or something <laughs> in her cabinet? I don't even know if her position would have a cabinet. I become a trusted advisor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of cool. That would be great. Yeah, that's our Bobo says. What are the best Cheerios? Honey nut, apple cinnamon, original? What? Uh, I don't really like Cheerios, but Honey Nut are what we buy most often mm-hmm. at my house. I'm not a huge fan of Cheerios, but if I have to eat Cheerios, I'm either going Honey Nut or like the chocolate ones that they put out a while <laughs> yes. back. Right. Yeah. And then last question. This comes from the driver. If you already know that you are probably only going to live a few years, is it fair to the other person to allow them to fall in love with you? Uh, so, like, if I had a terminal, like, if I had cancer, I went to the doctor. Mm-hmm. The doctor was but like, you were like hey, man, I guess you, the nurse, the nurse comes <laughs> in, and for whatever reason, she hasn't looked, she doesn't know your diagnosis. Sure. And y'all start dating. Or I just met a lady out, uh-huh. and the doctor gave me two years. So, you got two years to live, probably. Mm-hmm. Maybe two and a half. Things go well. Yeah, I think you need to be upfront with somebody on that. And be like, mm-hmm. look, I just want you to know. Or at least that's what I would be. I just want you to know where things stand. Right. You know, that may be not first date talk, but probably first four or five, if y'all mm-hmm. hit it off. I would hit them right up front with a, <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm dying conversation on the first date. <laughs> that's what you say to get sympathy. Sure. You're trying to seal the deal. Well, that's what, yeah. You're like, look, I don't know if I'll ever make love again. <laughs> You could use that speech like seven nights a week. Probably close on five of them, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah, you could have an unprecedented run right up until your death. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's, it's a good thing to let someone to know, know. But, I mean, you know, morals are tricky like that. They say all's fair in love and war. Sure. So, But it, I just don't know that I would want to get attached to someone during that time either, you mm-hmm. know, like you can't tie the wild stallion down, you know, <laughs> yeah. like I got to get out and live. So I think I would just be up front with them and be like, you know, if you want to keep on going, that's fine. And we'll see where it leads. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Six months into this, you may decide you hate me because I don't breathe through my nose enough or whatever. You know? Right. So that's how I'd play it. And then I'd be like, but I will probably never have sex again. (laughs) (laughs) This is our last chance. (laughs) Well, John, that'll do it for questions. And one thing as this 
free show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. Sure. We thank all of y'all so much for supporting what we do, for listening to this crazy, silly show. We would like to mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWill. We thank you all so much for supporting what we do, for listening to the show. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the $5 tier will get you the extended show. That's every show. And here lately, they've been considerable. Yeah. Yeah, we've been trying to pump you out basically Mm -hmm. a whole extra episode. That is patreon.com slash earth oddity. Extend your oddity. Who wouldn't want to listen to another hour of this mess? Who would? Nobody. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of extensions, what have we got coming up with the extension today? We're going to talk about a ransomware attack on a bank. Okay. Yeah. I am going to talk about a army captain and a motorboat. Okay. A motorboat captain. Yes. I got you. <laughs> you got anything else? Sailing the high seas, right? Yeah, that's right. Maybe days. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? No, that's it. Thanks for listening. Join the Patreon. Yes. Yeah, it's like five bucks. It's nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. You can't buy a Happy Meal for that anymore. But I was going to say, just don't get your kid McDonald's one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or Chick-fil-A or whatever your fancy is. Yeah. And then because the price of everything is going up, but the price that has remained the same, right. same bang is for our your Patreon. Buck. Really, more bang for your buck than you've ever had before. It's slow. It's show inflation. That's right. That's <laughs> right. We're offering value to the American people at the time of their greatest need. Absolutely. Yep. Credit to us. <laughs> You've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetbell.net. If you would like to tweet at us, at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. If you want to check out our show art, that is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server. That's right. Link in the show notes. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? That is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
Welcome, Odd Squad. Or we don't call them that anymore. I, got, I, uh, <laughs> I felt like I got picked on no, on that last week. Nah, the Odd Squad. <laughs> yeah. Get them. How are y'all doing? Uh, uh, hopefully, you're doing 